0: Welcome to Pure Doctrine Today, a short podcast long on truth for the race to know Jesus. The Doctrine of the Bible, Episode 14, Objections to the Bible's Inerrancy. Some common objections to inerrancy. First of all, it says, Scripture nowhere uses the term inerrant or inerrancy. It's too precise a term, it is said, that in common usage would require a kind of absolute scientific precision that we don't want to claim for scripture. Well, here's a response. This term, inerrancy, has been used for over 100 years and always with certain limitations regarding speech in ordinary language. We often use a non-biblical term to summarize a biblical teaching, for instance, three persons sharing one eternal divine essence, the Trinity, or the eternal Son of God becoming also man, becoming in flesh, incarnation. Another objection, the Bible is only authoritative for faith and practice. That is, areas that relate to our religious faith or our ethical conduct. There could thus be false statements regarding minor historical details or scientific facts these areas it is said do not concern the purpose of the bible which is to instruct us in what we should believe and how to live in our response to that scripture tells us it is all god-breathed 2nd timothy 316 all scripture is inspired of god and perfect listen to psalm one nineteen ninety six. to all perfection the psalmist says i see a limit but your commands are boundless The Bible itself makes no restrictions on subjects to which it speaks truthfully. And the New Testament authors treat even the smallest historical details of the Old Testament as completely accurate. They use them in making their arguments. For example, Matthew 12, verses 3 and 4. He, Jesus, answered, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? He entered the house of God, and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priest again. Jesus speaks in matthew twelve forty four as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth luke four twenty seven and there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed. Only naaman the syrian luke seventeen twenty nine but the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulphur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all Romans four nineteen speaking Paul speaking of the faith of Abraham, without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old, and that Sarah's womb was also dead, and then 1 Peter 3:20 Who disobeyed long ago when God waited patiently in the days of Noah while the ark was being built in it only a few people eight in all were saved through water you see the bottom line problem with error of any kind supposedly in scripture is that if any of the details of scripture that it speaks to anything the bible speaks to if it's in error then why aren't or why can't other details be in error as well we're left with a bible that could be full of problems and men are the ones who have to pick and choose what's true what's false so we end up with no inspired scripture at all and our confidence in its inerrancy that it comes from god is crushed thanks for listening we'll continue with this when we see you next time